All right, this week is the beginning of the Cosmic Music Festival vibes that we're hopefully going to experience all the way through the end of summer 2021. Yep, faith, optimism, freedom, creativity, compassion are all arriving now with waves and waves of blessings and new opportunities coming out of it. And it's like the universe is asking you specifically this week to get really intentional, really deliberate, really decisive with the question, what is something beautiful that you are ready to build? Mm. Yummy. Amazing. So welcome to your energy report for the week of May 7th. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I am Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant, and just want to say hello there. Hello. You're looking beautiful today. So happy for you to be here. And we're getting ready for another week packed with lots of energy, lots of cosmic vibes, lots of mystical mayhem, and this is your energy report, so you can just feel aware and prepared for all of it, so you can ride the cosmic waves instead of getting tossed around in the old riptides. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to say also if I sound a little different this week, it's because I am reporting to you live from beautiful Cleveland. My husband, Life Wizard, has to get a procedure done on his heart, and it all happened very fast, and normally I'd be freaking the fuck out right now. But honestly, the whole crew, the doctors, the nurses, the staff at Cleveland Clinic Hospital, they are so amazing. He's in such good hands. This is the top place in the country to get this procedure done. So I'm very grateful to be here. And just shout out to all of our essential workers in the medical field. You do so much and it feels so nice to come somewhere when you're feeling really vulnerable and really confused and just have really competent and compassionate people around. Okay. So just shout out to Cleveland, shout out to Cleveland Clinic, and just shout out to all of the hospital workers. It's intense what you do, but really, really powerful and special the way you show up for all of us. So my husband's surgery is tomorrow, May 6th. So by the time that you get this, it'll be done. So I'll just ask for your prayers, blessings, and good energy to go to his swift recovery and to just bless up on the whole staff of the Cleveland Clinic who have taken good care of us so far. Uh, so we have our energy report. It's coming out Friday. It's new format. If you haven't tuned in the past few weeks, we're dropping them on Fridays now. I want to say thank you to all of you for your ratings and reviews. I love seeing them pour in. And I mentioned last week, we are going to do a free giveaway of a one-on-one reading with me every month to one person. So if you haven't yet, get on there, leave a rating and review. We will pick a winner and you can use the session with me to do a birth chart reading, 
You can do a consultation. If you have something big happen in your life, we could pull some cards. We could do intuitive branding. We could just shoot the shit. It's just an hour you get with me and just talk about anything under the sun and moon. Okay. So today we're going to go over, like I said, it's like we're entering this cosmic music festival vibe. So what do I mean by that? Well, this summer, it's going to be quite dreamy. I think it's going to be definitely summer of love vibes. It's going to be summer of dreaming really big, tuning into your intuition, making time for play and to connect with others. And I think we're going to see a lot of amazing art and inspiration and unity and just like feel good vibes. I just picture us all blowing bubbles in the field barefoot and uh, jamming out under the sun. <laughs> That's the energy I'm picking up on for the summer. And this week we kind of start, we're starting, we're like entering the parking lot of the festival. So we're going to get into what that means for you in a little bit more detail. And I'm going to talk about the moon for your inner emotional weather. But I also want to say happy May. It's officially May, first podcast in May. So many things. It is AAPI Heritage Month. So go celebrate some of your Asian American Pacific Islanders in your life. If you haven't listened to my interview with Christina Rodolfo, she is such a badass. And the podcast, we talk about her Filipino heritage and why she loves it. And of course, if there's any other brands, people, artists, makers, business people that you want to celebrate, elevate, and uplift this month, slide into my DMs and we can share their info. You can go to at I am Maddie Murphy or at the Cosmic Rx. May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. So shout out to all my people talking about mental health more, taking out that stigma, like making it less taboo. You know, it's really important. Mental health is everything basically and was not really addressed in any sort of publicly accepted way up until probably the past few years. So I hope to share some resources for that. And I just appreciate everyone who has helped pave the way to have more open and real conversations about mental health. I definitely have within my family, I would say a lot of people touched by this, myself included, anxiety, depression. Definitely when I was younger, I didn't even have the words for it or I hard to articulate it. So that's super important. And also May is masturbation month. And it feels really like not a coincidence for mental health month and masturbation month to be the same because they're just two things that everyone probably uh, has some sort of connection to. Two things that no one wants to talk about, but are part of our daily lives. And I do think that they have to be inextricably linked pleasure and making yourself feel good and having a good grip on your own mental health feels like an important you know piece of the puzzle. So my thesis, it's not fully fleshed out, but I just want to say cheers to more self-pleasure, cheers to masturbation, cheers to doing it solo with others, toys, analog, whatever. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. And I'm happy it has its own month. Okay. So May. Oh, wow. I'm really excited to dig into what's coming up for this week. But I also, before I get into you know, some of the themes for this week is we have freedom is a really big theme. The concept of freedom 
How do we stay free? How do we get free? What does it mean to us? Another big theme that we're going to have is this concept around connecting with others. And I think it makes sense astrologically. We have a lot of planets moving into Gemini. Um, we have Jupiter moving into Pisces. And we also have, I know a lot of people are getting uh, vaccinated and we have a lot of people just going out and doing things like life is kind of returning to this you know, pace that we're used to a little bit more in terms of like pre-COVID. I know last week in New York, they extended the curfew. So bars and restaurants could be open later again. We don't have to wear masks if you're vaccinated. There's just a feeling of like, yeah, let's connect. I think I've done more social activities in the past few weeks than I have than I did for the past like 14 months. So it's like this theme of connection is coming around. And then this other theme of building things of like, what do you want to build? We have all this kind of open energy coming through. We've had a really restricted energy since the beginning of 2020. And now we're sort of, it's like something's getting lifted and there's change coming and there's new opportunities and new perspectives being offered to us. And it's like, what do you want to do with that? What are you looking to build? So these are some of the themes I'm going to break down in the astrology. Also want to just do a little recap of last week. I saw the Scorpio full moon. We talked about here on the podcast that, you know, some secrets might come out. There might be some like celebrity scandals or government things happening or, you know, secret documents being revealed. I have been a little busy the past week, so I haven't kept my finger like super on the pulse of the news, but I did see that. Drake had some kind of cheating scandal, but probably bigger than that was the Bill Gates news about him and his wife, Melinda, getting divorced. And I was like, okay, that's kind of Scorpio full moon energy. Um, and then I saw another article that he actually had been like going away with past lovers or girlfriends. And I was like, okay, that's definitely some Scorpio full moon energy. And a few other things happened, the Rudy Giuliani things. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm seeing how this is all lining up. I don't know. If you're like me, you listen to this podcast, you're an astro nerd. And one of the best ways, if you're new to studying astrology, one of the best ways to understand astrological transits or your big moments in astrology is to look at what happens after they come out. So you kind of see, okay, Scorpio full moon doing all these things with Uranus, the great awakener, the planet of surprises and reveals and upheavals, heading Scorpio, who is the keeper of secrets, specifically things around power or sexuality or anything taboo. And then you kind of look and you're like, oh, okay, uh, what happened in the news, you know, since then? And full moon energy affects us for two weeks after. It can help you understand what that transit feels like going forward or what to expect. That's just a little hot astro nerd tip from me to you. And then I also just wanted to say Mercury in Gemini, you know, Mercury moved into Gemini last week. And I mentioned that when we go through Mercury and Gemini, it's a lot about choices and it's a lot about making decisions and weighing our options out. It absolutely is. But one thing I forgot to mention is that Mercury is the planet associated with like trickster energy. And we're going to have specifically very extra special long transit of Mercury in Gemini. 
because of the retrograde cycle. And Mercury and Gemini is all things I mentioned last week. It's, you know, feeling really active in our mindset. It's feeling very, you know, wanting to connect with other people, very social. It's feeling really witty and really inspired, but it can be some of the shadowy aspects of it. It can make us feel gossipy. So we want to look out for that. But also Mercury and Gemini, that trickster energy of Mercury, I'd say look out for scams, scammer energy. Mercury and Gemini, keep your head on a swivel, keep your discernment clear. I notice when Mercury moves into Gemini, especially since we're getting ahead of this retrograde that's going to happen at the end of the month, we just want to look out for um I've seen in the spiritual community a lot of people having to say like, hey, these are this fake accounts using my name and trying to get money from people and solicit, you know, payments for readings, et cetera, through the DMs. There was practice discernment. If someone slid into your DMs asking for money or there seems like something fishy off with an account or you get a weird, you know, phone call or email or text, people in the streets are getting clever with these scams. So just something that I wanted, I made a little note to remind you of. Be careful. Mercury and Gemini, trickster energy. I also couldn't help but notice that Miss Britney Spears has a date to talk about her conservatorship in court. I thought it was interesting that Britney Spears is going to come out and talk right after Mercury leaves retrograde. These are just things that I think are interesting as an astrologer when I'm reading the news, reading articles. But yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that Gemini energy. We're going to continue to feel that this week. You know, Venus is moving into Gemini May 8th. So we're going to feel like all of this buzzy Gemini energy. We're going to feel the excitement, the enthusiasm of it, the social aspect of it. But I have a feeling a lot of us are going to be presented with choices and decisions that we have to make. Uh, Gemini, I always think of it as, you know, weighing two things, two options. The answer is you can do both somehow, or maybe the answer is to do neither but just something to keep an eye out for this week. So let's get into the moon report before we talk about that. And you know, if you're new here, the moon report is your inner emotional weather for the week. The moon is how your inner world relates to things and taking care of your moon is how you can honor your inner world. And I really love tracking the moon phases and the sign the moon is in as a way to plan my week, as a way to honor my self-care, and just honestly as a tool for deeper awareness of like why I feel like that. So we have on May 7th through the 8th, we have the moon is in Aries. Aries is a time where you might feel really like you want to have some alone time, independence. Ooh, that's a big one for Aries moon. You might also just feel a little bit like more like going off, like getting frustrated or irritated. So if you're feeling that way, blow out some steam those days, getting some good like cardio workouts, high impact lift some weights, do some like cardio boxing or do some fire breathing. You want to move energy out of you and through you and think of yourself like a steam valve. You need to release that steam on Aries moon days, okay? Lest you blow up in someone's face and scald them. But also I will say that like Aries moon days are also fun. So go out, have some fun dance it off, laugh it off, shake it off, have some fun with some people. And then on the 9th, the moon was into Taurus and that sets us up to get ready for the Taurus new moon, which goes exact at 2.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
the new moon in Taurus, I'll get into more of that in the weekly report. But Taurus moons in general, we feel really cozy. We might want to feel grounded. We just feel like we might want to be a little bit more slow and sensual with our movements. It's a great time to pamper yourself, to like stretch and be in your body and maybe make a nice meal for yourself, connect into your five senses, especially because this is the one Taurus new moon we get a year. It's really great to embody that Taurus new moon energy, doing your new moon manifesting work, the more you can make it like feel Taurus-y. We wear green, you could wear gold, you could do um, like throat chakra work, chanting, singing, Taurus rules the throat. Uh, You could maybe buy yourself a new plant or a new crystal. You can go barefoot in the earth and practice some grounding. These are all like really, really Taurus practices. Also self-pleasure practice. Hello. So these are really just a great way to work, again, ride that cosmic wave with the Taurus new moon. And then the 12th and 13th, we have the moon moves into Gemini. So just joining all of that Venus and Mercury planets, those are days where you're going to want to feel free and you're going to allow your curiosity to guide you. Um, If you're interested in a new subject, you want to spend some time researching something, writing, listening to some podcasts on a new subject, follow that. That thread may be leading you somewhere because all those planets are in Gemini. There's like a certain, maybe a new subject that's coming up, a new ideation, some new inspiration. And I would say follow that. Also Gemini moon days, maybe make a date. Go see your friends for a drink or a coffee or go do something. On Gemini Moon Days, we get a lot of our life force energy, a lot of our emotional nourishment through connection to the other. Okay? So that's your moon report. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, always. Now let's go into the week, some of the big planetary moments, the transits, so that way you can just like kind of understand what to expect. Okay, so we talked about one of the themes for the week we're going to feel a lot is freedom, feeling free, feeling, you know, the opposite of how we've all felt collectively over the last, you know, year and change, year and a half almost. There's things lifting right now. We talked about 2021 is going to be a year of like change and evolution and growth while also feeling like stuck and kind of also dealing with a lot of the things from the past and a resistance to change. And as we go into the middle of May now, we're going to feel like an openness, like we've all been had like a weight lifted or like a leash that we're on has been like unhooked for a few weeks. So I want you to explore this in a way that feels comfortable to you. On May 8th, we have your Venus moves into Gemini. So we know Venus is the goddess planet of love, beauty, and worthiness. And when Venus moves into Gemini, Gemini is the most like communicative of the air signs. Gemini is all about talking, chatting, connecting. And Gemini is all about fun, variety, freedom. And there's like something like Gemini wants to try everything. Variety is the spice of life. Gemini wants to go somewhere new, meet someone new, wants to experience all of like the fun, beautiful, effervescent energy life has to offer. And with all this other larger planetary energy happening, it's this week, it's like we're feeling like, okay, you know, we can go out, we can try new things. We, it's like a little bit of a semblance of how life used to be. But I want you to allow it to be sweeter now because you've experienced the other part of life of not having those options available, not having choices. You know, I think a lot of us have felt a little bit like in a rut 
obviously for the past year and change, but while also feeling like tremendous change and revolution and evolution has happened. And that's really what the astrological like cosmic prescription has been to be in both of those spaces at once. But this week, you're going to feel kind of like your life and lifestyle, maybe catch up a little bit with that change. So have fun enjoy that. Also, Venus and Gemini, I'm just saying, if you are someone who is open in a relationship or open to dating or looking for that, like have Venus and Gemini is very flirtatious. Send some sexy messages, shoot some sex to someone with consent, and like get your flirt on with life. Venus and Gemini like kind of flirts with everything and everyone, even if it's not like it doesn't have to be serious. Flirt with the cashier, you know, flirt with life, flirt with everything, flirt with yourself in the mirror. That's one of my favorite ways to work with Venus and Gemini energy. It's like it's cheeky, it's playful, okay? So do a hair flip, let yourself feel hot, and let yourself like engage in some good witty banter, all right? Okay, Mm-mm-mm. probably the next big thing I want you to mark your calendars for this week is the new moon in Taurus on May 11th, okay? This is a big one because new moons are, well, honestly, they're some of my favorite energy to work with in the month. New moons are always new beginnings. And we look to the sign of the new moon to understand what is the new beginning. You know, we work with every new moon throughout the year. It's like a cosmic calendar update where we're asked to focus on and upgrade and get really intentional in one area of our life. And this new moon in Taurus means the sun and the moon are in Taurus. That's always what the new moon is. The sun and the moon are the same sign. They're kissing. They're making out. They are smooching up in the skies. And when the new moon is in Taurus, we're being asked to like look at our life in the really like Taurus area of our life that being security, our values, our worthiness, money, abundance, prosperity, how sustainable our lives are, how safe we feel in our lives, in our homes, in our bodies. We're looking at pleasure. We're looking at the way we take practical action steps. Taurus can also be about like our real estate, our physical bodies. It could be about food, how we eat. It could be about beauty, Did I say self-worth? If I said it, I'll say it again. Worthiness, self-worth, our own values. So these are all like themes. And the new moon in Taurus, it's like we're being asked to build something new and beautiful. And we're being asked to look at all those things I just mentioned and be like, what do we want more of in that area of our life? Or or how can we show up for ourselves better? How can we you know, make more time for pleasure? How can we have a better relationship to money and material possessions? And how can we live in more deeper alignment with our own values? You know, how can we rock up better sense of self-worth and have our actions, words, thoughts reflect that. Okay. This is it. And Taurus, like I want you to be emboldened to understand that your very life, your everything you bring to the table is a luxury. You are meant to be valued. You are meant to be treasured and you are meant to also deserve that back. And you are meant to be an energetic match for a rich, juicy, abundant life, okay? So this new moon in Taurus, you may want to take time, like I said, to feel good in your body. And the new moon is making a nice harmony with Neptune and Pluto, which is just going to be about new beginnings, rebirth, fresh air. Like I said, it's like Pluto has come in to demolish and now you're breaking ground on something new. Um, There may be growing pains as a heads up that always happens, especially because this new moon is squaring this thing called the Saturn-Jupiter midpoint. So it's like, 
you're feeling pushed and you're almost overcome with the desire to grow and expand. But you also, right before you're taking that leap off the cliff, you're really reminded of like, wow, this cliff is really high. Like, I'm really aware of my limitations and restrictions as a human. And it's just in this Taurus new moon, it's about acknowledging that, acknowledging your, your physical, where you're at, the restrictions of like your physical body and how beautiful it is, but while also celebrating the infinite potential and expansiveness of your soul and your spirit. So I would make time for, uh, you know, a new moon manifesting ritual and I would use the new moon to quote unquote, like break ground on your next big project to think about some pragmatic, planable action steps. Stay realistic, stay rooted, stay grounded in the tangible, but also, you know, allow yourself to invite in more beauty to your life and your surroundings. Okay. And to stay in that heart space, that place of like infinite magnetism and pulling the things into you that you desire and that you deserve while also showing up with those decisive, deliberate action steps, right? It's a give and take there. So that astrology, that is the new moon. It's also going to be in 21 degrees Taurus. So if you have in your chart any fixed signs in 17 to 25 degrees, the fixed signs would be Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, you will feel this new moon very significantly in those parts of your chart. And that's where you might have a big new beginning happening. All right. So the last thing I want to go over for the astrology of this week, it's a big one. It's a juicy one. I've been excited for it since 2020. May 13th, mark your calendars. We have Jupiter, aka Sky Daddy, the biggest planet in the cosmos, planet of expansion, faith, optimism, growth, Midas touch energy is moving into Pisces and Jupiter loves being in Pisces. Pisces is the planet of compassion, creativity, unity, consciousness, love, healing, art, magic, mysticism, metaphysical, everything. Pisces loves love. Pisces loves being together. And like I said, Jupiter moving into Pisces is the beginning of this like summer of love, psychedelic music festival vibes that I'm picking up on for summer 2021. And Jupiter has been in Aquarius and is moving from May 13th to July 28th into Pisces. So this is going to be a huge time to make art, make love, enjoy life, and really focus on like collective healing, growth, creating things that are pushing us forward. And I just want to give you a sneak peek. Whatever happens this transit, May 13th to July 28th, it's like going to be a sneak peek for one of the larger, more dominant themes for yourself for 2022. And you could look at where you have Pisces in your chart, whether you have planets in Pisces or just a house ruled by Pisces to understand where you may be experiencing some of this growth and expansion and how you're going to embody that. The how would be like the house that it's in, the area of your chart. If Pisces is in your 11th house, then Jupiter is going to come and expand your life, your philosophy, your faith, your optimism through group work, through finding new communities, through working with other people, or maybe through technology, 11th house. If Pisces rules your third house, then you're going to have this Jupiter expansion through communicating, through writing, teaching, publishing, through your local neighborhoods, all third house 
principles. Does this make sense? If not, we can talk about it more in future episodes. But like I said, this is going to be dictate like a lot of your themes for summer 2021. And it's juicy. I love it. I'm very excited for Jupiter and Pisces. Only happens every 12 years in these transits because Jupiter basically takes a year to move through signs. And, you know, we've had Jupiter has been in some, I would say, trickier placements. We had Jupiter in Capricorn, which was in 2020. (laughs) And Jupiter in Capricorn for the collective is like the short digestible, you know, description of it would be we're expanding Jupiter in Capricorn principles of life, business, government, the patriarchy. Uh, But we're going to expand by uh, staying at home, staying put, not moving anywhere. Capricorn, you know, it's a very solid, locked in, non-moving sign. So that was 2020. I think we all understood like how that manifested, the fact that we didn't leave our house. And then we had Jupiter move into Aquarius, which is really focused on like the external. It's focused on bringing new people into our life. Jupiter and Aquarius is like helping us expand by helping each other, doing things in an unconventional way, trying new experiences, trying new technologies. I was in an Uber this past week. I feel like I have so many Uber stories from Cleveland because I have not left my house that much, obviously since 2020. And when I do, I'm usually seeing like my family or friends or clients. But Cleveland has introduced me to so many like people just making chit chat with strangers in Ubers. And our one Uber driver, he picked us up in a Tesla. He was so young. He was like 23, 24. And this like gorgeous Tesla with the white leather interior. And we got to talking. I was like, what brings you to Cleveland? Because he was from South Carolina. And he was here to work for a startup, a financial startup. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Young kid in finance, the Tesla, it all makes sense now. But then we got to talking more and it turns out that he moved to Cleveland. The financial startup he's in helps single mothers understand like financial literacy to help them with short-term and long-term investing. And they do this through breaking it down super simply using like free apps and really accessible tech. And I was like, dude, I don't know if you know anything about astrology, but this is so like Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius. Like this is so supported right now. And he said, yeah, it's like doing really well. Of course, he didn't even acknowledge the astrology part of it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) so Jupiter and Aquarius, like this theme of 2021 is like, if you are doing something that's helping other people, if it's helping people grow and connect and you're helping create a new, more progressive future and creating more access to things for more people. And it's like, you know, we, the people kind of vibes, power to the people, Jupiter and Aquarius, you're going to be really supported. And things that are in the tech world, Aquarius, things that are about innovation are very supported. And now as we have Jupiter and Pisces for the summer, this is a little bit more about like intuition and spirituality and a little bit more about coming together to, it's very pleasant. It's very positive. It's almost like we get a little treat and a reward after some, you know, hard times we've been in. And, you know, we still have some hard times ahead. We have the Pluto return of the United States of America still to look forward to, but it's almost like this Jupiter and Pisces, we get to like connect in to our intuition and to connect into having a more deep and meaningful understanding of the world and the work that we're doing and our spiritual like bodies and energetic bodies are getting kind of 
upgraded or restored or replenished. And I would say that pay attention to your psychic senses, to like that inner GPS talking. And it's like the more that you're in touch with compassion and spirituality and connecting to each other and our understanding of oneness and connecting to source energy, whatever that means to you, you're going to have more and more opportunities to experience deeper levels of awareness, but also expansion and abundance. It's super dreamy. It's a great time to be creative. And like I said, wherever you have Pisces in your life, I would expect a lot of expansion this summer. And it's going to be a sneak peek for 2022. And if you have your Jupiter in Pisces, this is your Jupiter return. If you have a Jupiter in Aquarius, it's been your Jupiter return. I know Susan Miller calls it your emerald year. If it's, especially if it's like around 35, 36, for our Jupiter return, we get every 12 and a half years. And it's a time where you might feel like a lot of expansion in your life and a lot of open doors and opportunities and things that are going to set up a stage and kind of laying out a new outline for a new chapter of your book you're writing. All right. So you're very supported and it's a great time for manifesting Jupiter and Pisces, especially if you're manifesting in any way that's going to help us step into more of a compassionate, empathetic society. And especially if you're manifesting something that's going to really help others in their healing. Like if you want to start your own healing business, or if you're looking to work in entertainment in the music and shake it up, tell more stories that inspire people and that motivate people to get in touch with their own spiritual nature. If you're working in any kind of alternative healing modalities, also Jupiter and Pisces, ocean, water energy. I think we're going to see a lot of uptick in innovations where it comes to quality of water for people and having water be more accessible for people. Also protecting and caring for our oceans and marine life. So if there are any of these things that interest you and you want to invest time, money, and energy into them, I think you will be very rewarded with a great return on that investment. Ugh, Jupiter and Pisces, so many things I want to say about it. It also could mean an increase in like flooding and rainfall this summer. So just be aware of that if you live somewhere where that's a possibility for you. Okay, I've gone way over, but there's just so many things I want to talk about. And I'm already starting to feel the Jupiter and Pisces energy. Um, we're going to be moving into eclipse season soon. So you might be experiencing a lot of changes, a lot of shakeup energy. Like I said, I'm in Cleveland for my husband's surgery. So I asked for all of your prayers, but I also have had to check a suite past like two weeks celebrating my baby sisters getting married, my baby cousin was supposed to give birth to a Gemini, a little boy, and he came early. And now we have a new Taurus in our family. And so I just invite us all to make space for all the emotions we're feeling right now. All right. Rarely in life do we get, you know, one constant emotion. Things don't have to be good or bad. They don't have to be celebratory or stressful. They can be all things at once. And I just, for 2021, your cosmic prescription, your cosmic RX is going to be a lot about holding like different emotions at once and holding space for like lots of different experiences to make space for the validity of all of them at the same time and just figure out moment to moment what you need. Do you need to laugh and clap and like be super grateful for that moment? Or do you need to like cry, scream, nap, and like pull back because you're stressed out in that moment? And these moments might happen like all at the same time within the same hour of the day. Okay. So I hope this helps. I hope this energy report helps guide you. It's a little longer today, but Jupiter and Pisces, I have so much to say about it. So just enjoy, enjoy the freedom, enjoy the optimism, enjoy the changes that are coming. Stay soft, stay tender with yourself, 
and others and just, you know, surrender to it all. So come find me. A lot of you have been sliding to my DMs and saying hi. I freaking love it. At I am Maddie Murphy or at the Cosmic Rx. And I'll see you next week for our energy report. In the meantime, you know what to do. Stay cosmic. Slay this week ahead. And I'll see you next week. Peace out. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.